you have your Bible with you, let's open our Bible. <clears throat> Acts chapter 10. This is the preaching of Peter to Cornelius. We've been talking about the uh, Acts of the Holy Spirit through the early church, the first century church. For some reason, the Holy Spirit just kind of prompted me to keep uh, looking at the New Testament church. Because I've been praying, Lord, this is your church. Can, can you say, this is the church of the living God? And that church is you. Tell your neighbor, that church is you. And the church is alive. The church is active. The church of the living God was birthed on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit fell down and empower every believer. That first believers were about 100, actually more than 500, but 120 of them they, on the day of Pentecost chapter 2 was empowered by the Holy Spirit. And that 122 is now billions and billions. I think a couple of billions or three billions. Maybe more during those ages from the first century until now. Maybe trillions of people have already known the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. I've been telling you the key verse to the whole book of Acts. The book of Acts is the book of Acts of the Holy Spirit through the church. The first seven chapters because Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Can everybody recite with me? You shall receive power after the Holy Spirit come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses, both in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and up to the uttermost part of the earth. And the known world during that particular time is the Roman Empire. So the first seven chapters is the empowering of the Holy Spirit to the disciples to witness in Jerusalem. And then the next one, Acts chapter 8. So I think about uh, seven, uh, Acts chapter 8, to a few, few chapters, talks about the outreach of witnessing to, to Samaria, Judea, and then the last several chapters talks about uh, the witnesses of Paul, the missionary travel of Paul, the apostle, to the known world until the whole Roman Empire was converted into Christianity wherein the emperor Constantine was converted into Christianity. And after that, this is the church history because the, he merged the state and, uh, and religion together, the apostasy. We went into dark ages because it was politicalized, the church. But the remnant of the believers uh, on, during uh, Martin Luther, the Reformation, there was the, awake, the great awakening when Martin Luther, he was uh, a priest teaching the Bible when he discovered the Bible. You know, every day he was kneeling down, walking on top of the, I think, uh, the grotto, praying, reading the Bible on his, on his hand because he's going to teach. And the revelation came into his heart, to his head and said, the just shall live by faith. And after that, his eyes was opened. Oh, I, when I believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, I am saved. 
I no longer have to walk on my knees. Jesus already suffered tremendous pain on the cross for your benefit and my benefit. You know, while we were singing this great exchange, the Lord just reminded me of the great exchange that Jesus did on the cross. And I want to focus on that one. Let's read first and foremost Acts chapter 10, the preaching of Peter to the Gentiles, household of Cornelius. Hallelujah. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Remember, they are already moving to the, to the unbeliever, the Gentiles. In truth, I perceive that God shows no partiality. But in every nation, whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him. Why did, why did Peter say that? Because this was happening. Cornelius was a centurion, a Roman soldier in charge of hundreds of Roman soldiers. But his acts of goodness and kindness to the poor, his, his genuine hunger for the true and living God, while he was praying in his closet, the angel spoke to him and said, go send Peter to come so he can preach to you the gospel. Because he is a Gentile, an unbeliever, but he loves God. But the God, through the Holy Spirit and the angel, he spoke to him, to Cornelius and said, Take Peter to bring to your household. And here was Peter. Peter thought that the gospel is only for the Jews. Can I have, Brother Dom, can you please uh, close the door? Medyo na reflect sa aking magandang mata. Pumupo nga yung mata ko, baka antokin ako. So, Peter said, But in every nation, whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him. The word which God sent to the children of Israel, preaching peace through Jesus Christ, because Jesus Christ is the Prince of Peace. He is the Lord of all. The word you know which was proclaimed throughout all Judea, began from Galilee in Jerusalem after the baptism which John preached. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. I want you to understand this. Even Jesus was anointed by the Holy Spirit with supernatural power to preach and witness the gospel. If Jesus needs the Holy Spirit, how much more do I need the Holy Spirit? You and me need the Holy Spirit so we can have the supernatural power to be a witness. You can say to be a witness. Jesus said, you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit come upon you and you shall be my witness. You know, some people think the church was created to serve them. 89% of Christians think that the reason we have church is for my benefit. So they can bless me and my church and my family. Wrong. Can you say wrong? God created us for a purpose, for a reason. We exist to glorify God. The God creator created you for his purpose, not for your purpose. But his purpose, can you say God's purpose? God's glory. God's plan. And if you are doing your own thing, you're a lost guy. You don't know your purpose. You are just existing for yourself. We exist, we exist to glorify God. How do we glorify God? 
You know, there's a process of glorifying God. First, we got to know Christ and God and salvation in a very personal and intimate way. And then that's the beginning of the revelation of God in our life. First, we know Christ, and then we grow into Christ-likeness. And as you grow into Christ-likeness, God will give you the wisdom, the hunger, the desire, even the love to serve God and serve people. And the best service we can do to people is to share the love of Christ to them. Because there's no, no agency in this earth, no religion given among men. Only Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, and the life. Some people think, oh, every religion goes in the same direction towards God. No. The Bible says, unless you be born again, unless Christ be in you, unless the divine exchange that the song we are singing is clear to you and you accepted, you're on your way to hell. So you know Christ, you grow in Christ, and up you tell you grow. You grow in his love, be rebuilt in you. you. You enjoy serving God and loving God. And just you, you'll just enjoy eternity. Even right now, you will enjoy that divine exchange. You know, I ask the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to share this morning? I want to share in the, in the, in the, uh, the book of Acts. I want to stay there. But then God wants me to focus on this divine exchange, this, this identification we have in Christ. And I want to share to you six points in uh, our identification with Christ. Because unless this is clear to us, this is very foundational. Can you say identification with Christ? The song that the young people are singing, divine exchange, exchange. Trading your life for my offense, that's Jesus Christ. For my redemption, you carried all the blame and all the shame, breaking the curse that is upon me, my condition. And then because of Jesus Christ, there is the divine exchange of his holiness and his purity. Number one, Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. I was crucified with Christ. Can you say, I was crucified with Christ? What do you mean by that, me being crucified with Christ? When you crucify something, just like Jesus Christ was crucified on the cross, there is death that happens. Paul said, I'm crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. The life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who died for me, who lived in me. Can you say, Christ in me? When Jesus died on the cross, do you know that Jesus is the author of life? He can never die. He's not supposed to die. He never sinned. He was perfect. But that moment of crucifixion on the cross, the wages of sin is death. And because you and me are sinners, we are all dead and separated from God forever and forever. If we don't have a Savior who is crucified and died on the cross, you, you and me are supposed to be crucified on the cross to die for our sins. But when Jesus was dying on the cross, he laid down his life 
on that particular moment, he took your sin and my sin and nailed it on the cross. There is a divine exchange happening on the cross. When I say I am crucified with Christ on the cross, he's taking and dying for your sin and my sin. For your shame and my shame. Do you know that Jesus Christ was naked on the cross? Even his mother, brothers and sister could not even look at Jesus. He was shamefully humiliated. Because he took all our, all our sin, lahat ng ating kapalpakan sa buhay. That's what is being crucified on the cross. But in exchange, his holiness, his purity, his supernatural presence and power, like you never sin, just as if you never sin. He's exchanging it. He's taking all my sins, everything that I have done before I was saved, every shame, bad words, bad thoughts, all the activities that are not pleasing to God. That's the reason Jesus died on the cross. In exchange, his life eternal, his life that is full of peace and joy and righteousness, he's imputing, he's exchanging. This is the divine exchange. I want you to see, I'm crucified with Christ. God is holy. I cannot live a holy life unless I die to my old self. And unless I put on the righteousness of Christ. Can you say amen? So number one, in our divine exchange with God, I was crucified with Christ. Galatians 2.20. In Romans 6.6. 6. Romans 6.6. 6. This is what the Bible says. Romans 6.6. 6. Talking about divine exchange. Romans 6.6. 6. And uh, read with me. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve this body. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation, created in Christ Jesus. The old sinful nature died with Christ. And I'd say, Brother Benny, how come I still have these bad thoughts and bad activities? How come I could not separate? <laughs> Maybe you don't understand the divine exchange that is happening. If any man be in Christ, there's a new creation. The new creation created in Christ Jesus will give you the conviction, will tell you, that's wrong, that's bad. But if you, you know, go to God and say, God, I need your help. I cannot do this by myself. I, this is the divine exchange. You have to understand. The Holy Spirit, the reason Jesus Christ died on the cross so that we, he can forgive us of our sins, so that the Holy Spirit can live in us and empower us to live a holy life pleasing to God. By myself, I cannot do it, but through the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why the Holy Spirit is very, very important. Can you say the Holy Spirit is very important? I'll be jumping back and forth in the preaching of Peter and also 
the points of identification with Christ. Listen to this. Verse 37. After he said, Jesus is Lord of all. That word you know which was proclaimed throughout Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism with John preached. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good, healing, and who were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. Can you say God was with him? Can you say God is with me? If, you, if God is with you, you are destined to witness the goodness of God wherever you go. This verse you can personalize and said how God anointed Benny from Bulacan with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with me. Brothers and sisters, God is with you. He made your body his temple. And he wants you to be his witness. You are the church of the living God. You are not your own. You are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body. Live for God, not just for self. Because if you are living for self, the kingdom of self is very tiny. Masuete na sa inyo, abuti ng 90 years old. And then eternity. Forever. And forever. And forever. And forever. And the door for that eternity can start right now if you totally and completely experience that divine exchange. And it's amazing. The more I realize the divine exchange, the more I enjoy serving God and loving God, and the more I realize that I'm working in the right boss. I have the right career. It's not just a career. I used to work for Edison making big bucks. And allowing us to see the world. But you know, the greatest joy I had is to experience the presence, to be humble in the presence of God and just enjoy in His presence. That's glorious. Can you say that's glorious? Beyond money can buy. Because there's completeness in the presence of God. There's joy forevermore. Divine exchange. I was crucified with Christ. My sin crucified Jesus on the cross. His righteousness and holiness in exchange is given to me. Number two. I was buried with Christ. Romans 6.4 You may think these principles are basic. But the basicness of this principle is the foundation for you to overcome in this life. Romans chapter 6, verse 4. Read with me. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism unto death. Can you say unto death? That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father... Even so, we also should walk in newness of life. So there is a walk in the flesh, which is selfish. And there is walk in the spirit, which is godly way of living. You choose today. But if you walk in the spirit, you need to die to your selfish, self-serving 
selfish ambition. You have to die to self. Crucify that. Like Jesus was buried, you need to bury that old self. You need to make a quality choice. All self that is selfish, self-centered, you have to die. Let the new creation created in Christ Jesus, anointed by the Holy Spirit, take control. Remember, we are a spirit, we have a soul, we live in a physical body. The physical body, made of dust, chemical composition is dust, feeding with dust, we'll go back to dust. Six feet below the ground. It's just a matter of time. Your death is ticking physically. It's just a matter of time. But that spirit, that walk in the spirit, is forever destiny with God. And the more we realize that we need to walk in the spirit, guided and led by the Holy Spirit, that the soul, my will, my emotion, and my reasoning faculties submitted to the Holy Spirit will be anointed to direct my thoughts, control my emotion, and give me wisdom to be more than conqueror in this life. God wants you and me to walk in the spirit, not according to the flesh. That means separation, separate from the works and the desires of the flesh. You know, this flesh just want more food, more relaxation, more sex, more, more flesh. But if you just focus on the flesh, you will die. Six feet below the ground. But the spirit of the living God, from glory to glory, wants to transform you in his image and in his likeness. Amen? You will be enjoying serving God. And the more you know him, the more you will serve him. I was crucified with Christ. I was buried with Christ. When you bury like Christ, then you will be uh, made alive with Christ. Can you say, I was made alive with Christ? Colossians 2.13. So after we die with Christ, after we crucify the flesh with Christ, now we will come alive in Christ. Because Jesus cannot, the Holy Spirit cannot dwell on a dirty vessel. The reason the Holy One of Israel, Jesus Christ, suffered and died on the cross, took your sins away, is not for you to have a license to sin. God is empowering you and me to live a holy life. Can you say, live a holy life? Yeah. Pastor Benny, are you trying to tell me you're holy now? <laughs> you're not making mistakes? Of course, I still make a mistake. You know, I, I still make a mistake. But I try to not to stay on that mistake. Whenever I made a mistake, Lord, forgive me. I should not, I should have not said that to my wife. I should not have done that. So Holy Spirit, empower me, help me. This is the divine exchange. Take my sins away. Root out, dear God, those selfish, self-centered shame. Wrong action that I'm doing. Change me, empower me. I draw close to you, dear God. Change me. Help me. If that's your attitude, you're on the right way. You know, 
maybe we can, somebody said, I think God, I, I'm not on the place that I'm supposed to be. But I think God, I'm now what? I don't, I'm not what I used to be. If I look back 30 years before I got saved, oh man, whenever we, we meet with our friends, there's always drinking body and talking bad, etc., etc. Wrong crowd, wrong people, wrong words. But looking back, thank God I'm not as perfect as, as I want to be, but I thank God I'm not, I am used to be. I'm growing. There's a transformation happening to me. This is divine exchange. Can you say divine exchange? My old self is crucified with Christ, buried with Christ, and now I was made alive with Christ. Read with me. Colossians 2.13 And you, being dead through your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, you, I say, did he make alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses? Can you say, can you say all my trespasses has been forgiven just as if I never sinned? So I am justified. The other night, my wife, I was home alone two nights. Because uh, we are blessed with a new baby, Israel Jonathan. Oh, no, Israel Aranyas. <laughs> Anak ni Jonathan. <laughs> so I asked my wife, uh, wife, come on, how, how's the new baby? Oh, man, second night at home, they could not uh appease them the boy the, the baby boy was crying crying and crying and crying and crying what did you do well i just took her and they start dancing and the old lullaby and he was able to sleep and then i told him what happened you know the poor boy two days old he was circumcised <laughs> and he was he was in pain i say why did they circumcise baby Maybe because he was called Israel, <laughs> the prince of God. <laughs> because, you know, circumcision in the flesh was the old covenant between Abraham and God. That part of the flesh means they are separated. The whole tribe of Abraham bled that blood as, an, as a, a covenant seal. That the whole tribe of Abraham belongs to God. Maybe Jonathan did it. Just anyway. <laughs> he wants to separate uh, Israel as a child of God. You know. I can't wait to see all, all my grandkids serving God. It's amazing. But we are made alive with Christ. Hallelujah. The next thing that I want you to understand in divine exchange with Christ, after we, we, you know, after we died with Christ, 
come alive with Christ. I was raised with Christ. Can you say raised with Christ? Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6, verse 5 and 6. Ephesians 2, 5 and 6. This is what Bible says. Even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Tell your neighbor, you are raised, raised up together with Christ. I want to connect this with that verse in Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. Let me, let me, let me I want you to see this. Because I was meditating on it. I was so blessed. I was alone and I was singing hallelujah, praise the Lord. Hebrews chapter 10, verse, <clears throat> verse 10, but before that, uh, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 12. Let me just read that. Hebrews chapter 10, verse uh 12 to 14. This is what Baba says. By that will we have been sanctified or set apart through the offering of the body of Christ once for all. And every priest stands ministering daily, offering repeatedly the same sacrifices. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sin, forever sat down at the right hand of the Father. I want you to read verse 13. From that time, waiting till his enemies are made his footstool. So right now, Jesus Christ is sitting at the right hand of the Father. What did it, verse 13 said? Waiting for the time Till his enemies are made his footstool. Do you know that since you and me are the body of Christ, Jesus is the head of the church and we are the body. Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father waiting for the time wherein Satan demons, devils, all kinds of spiritual powers of the wicked ones will be under his footstool. If Jesus is the head and the church is the body, he is waiting for the body to put everything, satans and cohorts, to be under his feet. And if we are the body, the feet is part of the body. Jesus is waiting for you and me anointed one of God to overcome in this life. 
He redeemed us to God by His own blood from the curse of sickness, poverty, death, inferiority, all the negative things in this life where Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. God wants us through the power of the Holy Spirit and the anointing of the new life. Jesus said, I came to give you life, life more abundantly. God wants you and me to be the head and not the tail above and not beneath. God, we represent the kingdom of God here on earth. And being a representative of the kingdom of God, God wants you and me to be overcoming, to subdue. Can you say subdue? Have dominion. Be the head. How can that be? How can I become a head? That's your job to discover. You need to know your position in Christ and impose that position in Christ. Get the wisdom and the anointing of God to be the head. Say, God, how come your word said, I said, be the head. Bakit baon ako sa utang? You know, this, I'm not boasting. This is a testimony. When we left the Philippines, the Lord blessed us with a brand new house, fully paid. Never had the chance to enjoy the house because uh, the Lord call, called us here. So one of, uh, one of my elders said, Pastor, how come you're going to, to, the, to the States? Uh, you don't even enjoy the beautiful house you have. Well, I say, you know, there's a verse in the Bible. If you left houses and this and this and this, the Lord will bless you a hundredfold. And that's exactly what the Lord is doing to us. Over here, I'm not boasting, but it is the Lord on our side. We have three houses here. And through the help of God, we can pay cash. This is the Lord. And I, I, it, it blows my mind. It amazes me. It is the Lord. You cannot outgive God. We don't give God because we want to be blessed. We give to God because we honor God. And if you honor God with the way you live, righteous and holy and acceptable to Him, for some reason, the commanded blessing that He said in His Word will run after you. You don't have to worry just like the worldly people. Just surrender your life to the Lord. He'll take care of you. Jesus said, come to me, all you that labor, heavy laden. The reason you're laboring and heavy laden, because you are doing it your way. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for my yoke is easy, my burden is light. You can say, my burden is light. Jesus said, do it my way. This is the divine exchange, my dear brother, my dear sister. His, the, the, the blessing of God is there waiting for us. The whole world is there waiting for us to overcome and take. You know the verse in the Bible, ask of me and I will give you the nations of the world. Ask of me. It's going to happen. I can sense it in my bone. You know, uh, 
we have a pastor's prayer, Filipino pastor's prayer every once a month. And we hosted it last first Friday. And I have four bishops who attended. And these bishops are crisscrossing the world. And uh, Pastor Jerome told me, Pastor Benny, you can be a bishop if you want to. I told him, I, I don't need to. I just want to serve the most high God. And I can sense in my spirit that the world is open for me to go and preach the gospel. So you guys get ready and grow up in the Lord. Because <laughs> I don't want to just be the one being used of God. God wants to use you. You and you. Our children and our grandchildren, all of us, for building the kingdom of God. And I ambition a family, uh, a church, a Lord of Harvest, empowered by the Holy Spirit to make an impact. Grandparents, parents, children, married couple, young college and career, high school, we are all together growing in Christ-likeness. We belong to the family of God. We are all knowing Christ, growing in Christ, learning to serve Christ, and sharing Christ wherever we go. We are shining brightly, giving glory and honor to the Father. We need to check ourselves. Is my life giving glory and honor to the Father? Why are you wasting too much time in TFC and all kinds of this worldly things, television? You need to make a quality decision. I'm called and separated for God, for His plan and for His purposes and for His glory. God's going to bless me. You know, I have a, meet, I have a meeting with this uh, one of the uh, AG financial services of the Assemblies of God have billions of dollars. And I told the guy, hey, why don't you share to me some money so we can build our church? You know what he said? Uh, Pastor Benny, in due time, it will come. So I told him, we need to revise this. We need to make the church give us some money. <laughs> uh, I can sense the money is coming. It's just a matter of time. Hallelujah. So we are having a divine exchange with God, crucified with Christ, buried with Christ, made alive with Christ, raised up with Christ. I was seated with Christ. Can you say seated with Christ? Acts chapter 2, verse 34 and 35. And Hebrews 10, 13, the verse we just read. Seated with Christ. So Christ right now is at the right hand of the Father, seated and waiting for the time for his body to rise up with the supernatural power to overcome in this world and have dominion. Do you know that this last days before Jesus comes, Jesus is coming for a church without spot, without wrinkle, a church that is overcoming. And say overcoming. The, the reason the devil is still here, you know, I was listen, listening to one of the commentaries about Pacquiao. How many of you have seen Representative Money Pacquiao in Congress? One of the congressmen said, Mr. Uh, Mr. Representative Pacquiao, if you have, if you have uh, what do you call that, a fight, how can you attend the session? You know what he said? Hey, I'm going to sleep here in order, and I'll practice all around here so I can attend the session. <laughs> but you know, they were saying that Manny Pacquiao used to really beat up his, his sparring partner. As if he is the, the real enemy. 
Do you know that in, in, in our way of living right now, Satan in his cohort should be our practicing partner to overcome in this life. Okay, Satan put you some temptation. Poverty, sickness, luck, all the negative in life. God wants you to be a money pakyao to overcome. Can you say overcome? The negative things of this life. Because this is already overcome. And say amen. All the shame, all the negativity in this life, sickness, disease, poverty, and luck, does not come from God. God wants us to overcome. You can read in the, in, in the book of Revelation, he that overcome. In the presence of God, there's no more Satan, no more temptation. We will not overcome them anymore. But while we are here on earth, there's a lot of challenges. A lot of mountain to climb. A lot of things to overcome. A lot of emotional problem that we need to control. But by the power of the Holy Spirit, by His anointing, we will overcome. You know what? There's a verse in the Bible. If you cannot handle your money, how can you handle the finances of God's family? I need to grow up in my managing money. If I cannot control my emotion and manage my own life, how can God use you for the kingdom building? Because in doing the kingdom of God, there's a lot of sacrifices to do. You know, I, I was telling you, God can use everything for His glory. You know, this, this, this first uh, century Christian, they were there enjoying the presence of God in Jerusalem. But, the, but they were instructed and commanded to be witnesses, not only in Jerusalem, but Judea, Samaria, up to the uttermost part of the earth. So they were all camping, having good time in Jerusalem. You know what the Lord allowed? God allowed persecution. He put Peter and John in jail. They stoned Stephen for preaching the gospel. And because of the tremendous persecution, they went out. Because the plan and purposes of God will be done in your life. The more you submit yourself to God, the more He will mold you and shape you to His plan and purposes. And say amen. God wants you to overcome. But you need to experience that divine exchange. And say divine exchange. That I am crucified with Christ, buried with Christ, made alive with Christ, raised up with Christ. I am seated with Christ in heavenly places. And Jesus is waiting for me to overcome. Amen? So I start overcoming. In closing, let me just share to you. The dual work of the Holy Spirit is to dwell within you. And come upon you. The operation of the Holy Spirit within you is for your character development. Can you say character development? You need to develop your character in the character of Jesus. That's what you're going to bring into his presence. A transformed character. From glory to glory, he's going to change you. We should be in a mindset of being transformed and changing for the better. The biggest Room in our life is a room for improvement. And number two, the Holy Spirit come upon us for service 
and ministry to others. The Holy Spirit will give us wisdom to, mice, to wisely deal with other problems with people. God wants us to minister to other people. Can you say other people? Scripture said, you, can be an, you cannot be an effective uh, minister of the gospel. If you cannot even have a right relationship with your family or right relationship with yourself. You need to know who you are in Christ. Amen? We need, you need to know that Christ in me, the hope of glory, will help me overcome this life and see the vision of God for my life. Shall we all stand, please? Sing, sing that for us. Remember that as a church of the living God, your life is a living sacrifice to be fruitful and multiply. Fruit is all about reproduction. Fruit is an indication of your authenticity and health. Fruit is not optional. God wants your life to be fruitful and productive. And the more fruitful and productive you are, the more you will enjoy life. Do you know that even in the scriptures, the scripture indicates that barrenness is a curse. God wants your life to be fruitful and productive. You as a church need to be active. Listen to this. The church, that's you and me, is owned by Jesus Christ. The church, because it was owned by the Lord Jesus Christ, said, I will build my church. So Jesus Christ is going to build you. And the gates of hell will not prevail against you. You know, gates are installed for protection from other people. So the gates of hell created to protect them cannot prevail against you because you are more than conqueror. And since Jesus Christ owned the church, it is his project to mold you and shape you to be the kind of person he designed and created you to be. The church, that's you and me, will engage in a warfare. You are in a warfare, my dear brother and my dear sister. The enemy is not flesh and blood. The Bible doesn't say ignore the devil and he will flee from you. The Bible says submit yourselves to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. You don't say please to Satan. You need to take authority. But you can only take authority if you know who you are in Christ. Your position is seated together with Christ. You represent the Most High God. The church in a position to offense. The gate of hell cannot depend. We are in an offensive mode. Don't take poverty, sickness, and disease as your lot in life. 
you're destined to overcome. You're sitting together in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. In this day of recession, don't accept recession. We partner with God who will overcome. Our God is rich. He promised to supply all our needs according to His riches and glory. We will overcome. We'll sing this chorus and then we'll pray. When could make a way the chorus you gave your life a beautiful exchange when only love could break the you gave your life in a beautiful exchange. Lord, let's bow our heads. Let's raise our right hand to the Father. Father God, we thank you. Because you love us with an everlasting love. As you reveal to us, dear Holy Spirit, the awesomeness, the amazing length, width, and depth, incredible love you have for each one of us. As you reveal to us, Lord, how special each one of us is to you. How you want us, Lord, to be a representative of the kingdom of God. Wherein we are more than conquerors. We are overcomers. We are destined to have dominion. Deliver us, Lord, from the evil one. Let that anointing, that, let that supernatural presence and power of the Holy Spirit Remove the blinders in our eyes that we may, Lord, not be short-sighted. That we should not be just living for ourselves, me, my wife, my four children. But Lord, let us enlarge our vision that we belong to the family of God that will, that are destined to influence and make an impact and transformation to the community, to the church, to the city, to the neighborhood, to the nations of the world. And then Jesus, you are going to come. Jesus, you are seated at the right hand of the Father. You are waiting for us, your body, your footstool, wherein we will overcome and be victorious in this life. I pray, Father, as we raise our hand towards you, Holy Spirit, we humbly pray, fall press on us. Help us. See through the eye of Jesus.
the main reason and purpose why we are here. We exist and we are created to honor and glorify our Creator. To honor and represent you, the Most High God, in this life. Help us, God. Sickness and disease as we humbly submit to you, dear Father. We resist in the mighty name of Jesus. Poverty and lack, we break your yoke of bondage in the mighty name of Jesus. And we speak prosperity. Open the windows of heaven. Remove the hindrances of your blessing. In our life, in our family. Release, almighty God, your power. Because we want to be a right representative of your goodness in our life. So help us, God. As we humbly submit ourselves to you, empower us to continuously pursue and hunger after your righteousness and holiness. Holy Spirit, we can only do that through your help. It's not by might nor by power, but by you, Spirit of the living God. And Father, we'll be careful to give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. Lord Jesus Christ, help us grow into your likeness, into your image. Every moment of the day from glory to glory. And Holy Spirit, we depend on you. We raise our hands, surrender our life to you. Make us light that shine brightly. Salt that make transformation and impact wherever we go. This Father we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. All God's people say amen. 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 God bless you.